Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.34 in Edmonton. The Oilers tonight at Bell Center against the Montreal Canadiens. We're talking about best arena experiences for NHL games outside of Edmonton. Cody in Calgary has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, my best experience was in Los Angeles. Oilers won in a shootout. I drank too much. There was an earthquake and we bumped into Jason Bateman who asked if he could come sit with us. Kelly has texted the show to say I always loved the Nashville game experience, but their chant uh, after a goal is worth the price of a mission. And even though I detest Toronto, their fans and their team, I love the atmosphere at the ACC as well. Hmm. Uh, Gas B says, Bob, is Nathan McKinnon a superstar in the NHL? Well, I have a high threshold. Like to me, a league can only a superstar. I think you can only have two or three superstars. So, McDavid, Crosby, I think McKinnon's right there now. What do you think, Brendan? Is that fair? 100%. If he's not in your top five, I don't know what kind of hockey you've been watching. There you go. Let's do this. Full disclosure, because we don't lie. Occasionally fib, but we do not lie. We'll tell you that uh, we've got a conversation with Louis DeBrus coming up. Uh, it was uh, taped prior to the show. But guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers Now sent you Roos Chris. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. We go to our Oilers Now headliner for touchback safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Here's our one-on-one with Louis DeBrusque. Well, Louis, let's get right to it. Uh, before we get to tonight's game with the Montreal Canadiens, we got to revisit the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. A strong overall performance from the Edmonton Oilers. It started right away, you know, physical against the Maple Leafs, top guys. But then, you know what, Louis? The whole game got overshadowed by one of those Connor McDavid <laughs> moments. Uh, now, for our listeners, were you, were you at ice level in yeah. that game? 
How how wild was that? Well, it's amazing because it wasn't even the moment for me. I thought he had a game. You know, I <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, he's had a, a ton of great games, but for me, just right from the get go, he just had another another level. And when, when he starts off games like that and he's moving his feet the way he was, um, listen, he's the fastest guy in the league. But then he even has a little bit of an extra gear and a little bit of an extra drive every once in a while where he just takes it to another level that only he can go to when he goes there. You just know. like That's what I said on that great goal that he scored. I said he was not going to be denied tonight. He was absolutely not going to be denied scoring a goal in that game. And that's after looking off shots probably five to seven times in really good positions where he tried to feed James Neal, tried to feed someone else in the slot, tried to put the puck to somebody else that was coming late instead of taking that shot himself. If Connor McDavid ever got selfish and shot the puck 15 to 20 times a year, I mean, I think he might have 50 and 50. And I'm not just saying that. I'm being dead serious. 20 times a game, yes. No, 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 no. I'm saying 50 goals in 50 games. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 more, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, if he really, really chose to do that. Now, I think he realizes that you just, to, to play at that pace and that speed and, and drive that many times to the net, he even has to manage his ice time and he has to manage what he does on the ice. And I think he's gotten really good at that. But he had a game, and what an incredible goal. From that level, I just, it was amazing because when the thing, nobody even talks about it, but when he came up the ice and took the puck, I mean, he never really looked at the puck ever, and he's looking back. I mean, I'm sitting there going, is Morgan Riley just going to poke this off of his stick because he's not really looking, you know? But the guy has eyes in the back of his head. You know, all the great ones do. Gretz had that ability just to have an awareness of where everybody were, was on the ice. And he had that awareness of his distance. And as soon as he felt it was time, bam, he was gone. And remarkable goal. And to finish it off the way that he did. But, you know, you talked about the start earlier on. I thought that was the most important part of the game. First shift of the most game. important part of the game. Zach Cassian pounds yep. John Tavares. And I mentioned that. That was the first thing I said. Set the tone early in this game. You're dealing with a fast team that wants to skate, that wants it to be open, that doesn't want to play that type of a game. Edmonton has the ability to play a fast game but also a physical game. And when they combine the two, they really do wear and tear on the opposition. They're going to have to do the same tonight versus Montreal. But I thought that first shift set the tone. They had a shooting mentality. They had a hitting mentality. They had a skating mentality. Three pretty good things. Yeah, and it was a strong overall performance. And frankly, Louis, the Leafs were lucky it was only a 6-4 game. Edmonton had a lot better A-grade scoring opportunities in that game. And there could have been, I mean, McDavid on the power play, that could have been a penalty shot. Then right after he scored that sublime goal, he gets hooked in by Kasperi Kapp his water skiing off them. They managed the game after. Yeah. There was some, uh, there was some, you know, obviously chatter that that interference on the break could have, was similar to what happened to Eichel. That gave him the penalty shot in overtime. I think, honestly, and we, we talked about it after the game, I think because he's so fast and because he's so used to busting through the traffic and he kind of, he, he doesn't, it's hard to explain, but Connor doesn't go away from the body. He kind of goes into the body sometimes, and he uses that, and he'll swim off a of guy's, and he'll reach that arm out. So he really does well with that little bit of contact. He initiates it a lot of the times, though, and because of that, I do think that calls get missed. You throw an arm out there, and somebody grabs onto that arm, it's almost like, okay, well, you kind of put it there. He has no other choice but to kind of grab onto it. 
but it works for him. That's what he does. If he gets the puck by you, it's like a 99% chance his body's getting by you. He's that good at getting around opposition, even when you do interfere with him. So he's a lot stronger than people think. He's he's a beast on the puck and on his skates. Very good balance, very strong core. So even bigger, stronger guys are weaker than him in those imbalanced positions. But uh, you know what? For me, again, I think tonight is one of those games where you look at it and you say, okay, this team's you know, losing. Uh, their starting goaltender, Carey Price, came out, one of the best players in the game, came out and was very vocal in the media a couple days ago. There's a lot of things that are negative around this team. But saying that, they're going to be desperate. They're going to be hungry. This is a proud team. There's guys that want to get back in the winning way. And there's a coach right now, Claude Julian, that's won a Stanley Cup, that knows how to push the right buttons and isn't going to accept the losing for very long before he starts to really get at guys. So they're, they're going to be a very aggressive team tonight. Edmonton's going to have to come out like they did versus the Leafs and make sure that they're ready for that and they exceed that early on. They have to plant that seed of doubt early in this team's minds um, if they want to be successful in this game. Because if they don't plant that seed and they come out kind of work their way into the game, it might be too late. How different do the Evans Oilers look with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl centering their own lines? And part and parcel to that, what factor has Kyler Yamamoto played? He's been up for four games, and the Oilers yeah. are 3-0-1 in those four games. I think he's been... I, I think it's been astronomically huge the, the the impact he's had on the top six and what, what I mean by that is and people will be like wait a second you know I've heard people refer to him as not a game-breaking player not an elite star player listen he does a lot of little things really well he had speed he has a skill level he has a tenacity to the line for Leon Dreisel to have now Nugent Hopkins on his left and Kyler Yamamoto on his right side it just gives him two targets that are always in the right position, that are going to work hard for pucks. And it's it's really injected life into Leon's game, which I think is the most important thing. Leon Dreisaitl knows that playing with Connor McDavid, those two are the best one-two punch in the game when they're playing together. They proved that last year. No question about it. They were tied for the lead going into that game against Toronto. They are the best one-two punch in the NHL. No question. You can't argue it. It's just a fact. But this team is better when they're split up. It is a better team when they're split up. Not a better line, not better scoring power on the one line, but a better team. It makes them a double threat. They certainly need to find someone to play on that right side on the second line, and they found that in Kyler Yamamoto. For the time being, with the way he's playing, if he continues to play the way he's playing, he isn't going to go anywhere because this is exactly what they needed. And Kyler Yamamoto talking with him, he just he's more ready for this opportunity. As a young player, you come up, you get your first opportunity. It, it doesn't go that well. He was, you know, gripping the stick. He had a ton of great chances. The puck wasn't going in. Well, you know what? Pucks are going in for him already. A couple shots that he's had. He's missed one great A. He got stoned by Lundqvist, you know, but then he put it in the open net. But you know what? Continue to get those shots. Continue to put yourself in a good position. You're playing with two excellent passers in Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl. He's got a little bit more of a shooter mentality, and that's a good sign for Kyler. But I just think, you know, you watch him. He's moving his feet. He's more confident. He's hungry to stay here doesn't want to go back to Bakersfield. He wants to stay here, and that's the most important thing is that he wants to do everything in his power to stay in the lineup, and they're giving him a real good look on a good line, and I think that's also very important and beneficial. But it does spread him, spread him out, and even more so for Connor McDavid to have that four-point night in Toronto the way he did not playing with Dreisaitl. Yes, power play, I understand that, but he was all over it, five-on-five. Yeah. Five. His chances for or against five-on-five five were ridiculous. Um, that's a good, good sign that both of these guys are having success away from each other, 
because you can always chuck them back together. That's one that, that's one thing for sure that Tippett knows is that he can always put them back together when he needs to. We're joined by Louis de Russ, Bob Stafford joining you. Uh, Oilers in Montreal tonight. This is Oilers now. Now we know that Mike Smith is going to start. We're not a, we're about 98% sure in the lineup. Yesterday, Sam Gagne appeared to be with uh, uh, Gaetan Haas and Alex Chason, but today, Dave Tippett officially on the record said, not so fast, stay tuned on that front, so we'll wait for game time. What would you do if you were Dave Tippett with the lineup? I mean, there's a, there is a, a thought out there, why mess with a good thing you got the win? I said it yesterday in practice to you. When we saw the shuffling of lines, now listen, every opposition is a different game plan for a coaching staff. But I said after a huge emotional win in Toronto like they had, I found it really strange that they were considering changing the lineup. I don't necessarily think that's the best time to send a message. I don't. To any player, because that's a team win. Regardless of how your game went in that game, that was a great team win to the individuals who were in that game. Everybody played a part in it, some way, shape, or form. And, you know, for me, that's... I've, I always felt that as a player, you can really lose guys quickly when you start to pull guys out in situations like that. So probably that's why he's having maybe some reconsideration, I would guess, on, on making sure the lineup stays the same. There's other factors that play into it as well, too. But I always felt like in a big win like that, a big game, if it wasn't due to an injury, why would you mess with a good thing? And it seems like he's going to go back with the same lineup. And Mike Smith starting fourth consecutive game. Your thoughts, Louis? He's riding it right now, and he's playing really well. The thing for me, um, with Mike, is when he's when he's dialed in, and you can just tell it's almost like it's a, it's funny, you know. Goaltenders, some of the great ones, make it look easy. They're smooth. They make it look effortless. They make the saves because they're just smoothly in the right position. That's not Mike Smith. Mike Smith, for me, when he's playing his best, he's challenging. He's coming out and denying people of opportunities. He stoned. Like, I mean, there was a few great saves he made in that Toronto game. Yeah, he let in some goals. A great shot by Matthews bar down. But he came out and challenged a couple guys in the slot where it was like mano a mano, here you go. I mean, the one by Marnery had right down the pipe, and he just came out and said, you know what, go ahead and try and beat me, kid and he didn't get beat. That can go either way. That's the thing. When you're riding the hot hand, though, when you're playing the good game, continue to play him. He said he rode Koskin. Dave Tippett, that is, that he rode Koskin a bit, which he did. He wants to give Mike Smith his ability and chance to go in there and, and, and have a good stretch, and that's kind of what it is now. I think that's the position the Oilers are in now, is if the goaltender's winning and he's playing solid, then he should get the starts. Um, if he's not, then he shouldn't. All right. Uh, so Edmonton and Montreal tonight. Canadians dropped seven straight games. Yeah. Uh, they've a lot of them have been one goal games. They've been close. They've been missing Brendan Gallagher over the last four or five games with a concussion. Sounds like he's back. I mean, you watch a lot of Montreal play Boston during the season with yep. Jake playing in Boston. Uh, you know, you know, my my wife was family friends with the Gallagher's growing up. Uh, they started lacrosse in the city of Edmonton, the McCaskills and the Gallagher's. Brendan is a heart and soul player. Is he one of your favorite yeah. smaller players? Because he is for me. No question. No question. I, you know, I've actually, I've actually used Brendan, you know, in my discussions with my son Jake. You know, I said, listen, look where he goes to score goals. He goes to the dirty areas. He goes to the hard areas. He's not the biggest guy, but he's solid. He's tenacious, and he's he won't take no for an answer. And that's why he scores a lot of goals where he goes. Um, because of playing that style of game, though, he gets banged up a lot. No question. He's been injured, and that's really unfortunate for him. I, I asked our, our producer tonight, Scott Carruthers, to look it up, a stat, because I think every time he's come back from injuries, he's been a real good player. And I think he's scored in almost any game that I remember seeing Brendan come back in, he just gets extra. Extra fired up to play in that game. 
because he's already an emotional player. Yeah. So you have to be ready for that tonight if you're Edmonton. You have to know that putting him back in the lineup and him being ready to go back, he's going to be fired up. And that's going to be an emotional boost that that team needs, for sure. He can be that. Again, like we talked about at the top of this, you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready for that emotional injection, a desperate team that's going to be playing really hard, and you have to match and exceed that early. And I mean early. Out of the gates, you have to have your best shifts early. So start this game on time, however you want to call it. I don't care. Make sure you're coming out and setting that pace right away because this team is fast, they're skilled, and probably don't get the credit they deserve with how they can move the puck around and put the puck in the net. I know they've gone through a really tough stretch here, but at the top start of the year, they were dominating teams. So don't think for one second that this is going to be an easy game. There are no easy games in the NHL. Be ready for it. One final question for Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Montreal. I think this is the best experience in yeah. the league in the building. Uh, how jacked up did you get coming in here back in the yeah. day to play? It's amazing. You know, I get pumped up just coming in here right now, too. You walk into that building, and I know it's not the, the old forum, but I'll tell you what. It still has that same feel to it. They did a tremendous job in building the Bell Center, the Center Bell, in, in making it more of a vertical arena. And you and yeah, I have talked yes. about this before, too. It's almost like the fans are right over top of the ice. So instead of going very, you know, horizontally out far from the back. ice, far back, it goes very vertical very quickly. So it's very steep. But it just gives you the illusion that the fans are literally right over the ball. So as a player, it's just amazing. It's incredible because you feel like they're right on top of you. For the noise factor in the building, loudest building in the league, in my yeah. opinion. I, Vegas, Vegas is trying to challenge that. I think I've destroyed a couple... You know, my hearing's gone down considerably with a couple playoff series in Vegas and, and doing games in Las Vegas because it's really, really loud in there. But this building here, I've had multiple times had to tell the truck to turn my headset down because the volume was too much in the fan noise. And so, they know the game. Yeah, and you know what? They're passionate. They're crazy fans, which is awesome, which makes it just a great environment to come into. You have to embrace that, though, as a player. Uh, certainly an advantage for the home team uh, when they're on their game. It's, it's just a great building. It's a great city. You know, you come in here. You don't get to come here too often being in the West, but um, it's a beautiful place. And you know what? They've, uh, they've got a beautiful arena to back it up, and it's it's a very traditional market, and it's, uh, like I said, it's one of a kind. You come in here, it has, has its own unique special feel to it, and it's never lost that for me. Edmonton Oilers, four. 4-0-1 in their last five games against the Montreal Canadiens, outshoot, outscoring them 23-12. to All right, that's Louis DeBrusque in conversation with us for touchback safety. Brendan Escott's got an update on uh, Justin Trudeau's uh, media availability. Yeah, Bob, it uh, sounds like that plane was, in fact, brought down out of the sky by uh, a missile from the ground. They just don't know of the reasoning behind that quite yet. Eileen Bell's going to have more details for you at the top of the hour on the news. Well, unfortunately, uh, this has happened before. Uh, the United States back in 19, uh, I believe it was 1988, shot down an Iranian plane, uh, which uh, you would think, you'd, you know, what's the old saying? Those of us that forget the past are forever condemned to repeat it. Just before we go to break here, Brendan, I got to read a text from Lancer the Rancher. 
Yesterday, Bob, Brendan said we could get Josh Anderson for a fourth round draft pick, which was a total joke. But what do you think it would realistically cost to get him? I know he's having a terrible year, uh, but he could still bounce back. Would Caleb Jones get him? Realistically, could we swap out three forwards for three up, slight upgrades, get Athens, see you out of Detroit, a Benino type third line center and Anderson add some speed and depth. Now you were saying that as part of a package, is that right? Yeah, I don't recall saying one for one for a fourth rounder. Um, maybe, <laughs> but I just I don't think so. So I'd have to go back on the record and look. That doesn't seem realistic at all. Yes, he's on. A you want to know it's realistic? Do you know what they'd ask for? What's that? They'd ask for Nugent Hopkins, or they would ask for a first round prick and one of Broberg or Bouchard. For Josh Anderson. Yes. Take a look wow. at his numbers. There is a shortage of big power forwards that can skate and are tough. The Oilers have one. His name is Zach Cassian, but he does not have the same sort of offensive upside, uh, historically speaking, that Anderson has shown. 12.52 in Edmonton. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, we are going to take a quick timeout and uh, come back and uh, talk a little bit more about favorite places to go to. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. So the folks in New West Travel wanted to get in on top five destinations to go to. And so far, I believe New West Travel were up to about 11 or 12 trips over the course of about the last seven seasons. Might be more than that. Uh, and Jason Laliberti has reached out. And the rankings are Montreal, number one. New York City, number two. Vegas, third. Boston, fourth. L.A., five. We preface this by saying we've not been to Chicago. But this March, New West Travel. It's got a great roadie coming up to Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. This package includes lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with uh, myself and potentially some special guests, depending upon scheduling, plus tours at the Wrigley and Soldier Field. For the Oilers now, Chicago road trip, call New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or go online at New westtravel.com uh, and I would have Chicago higher for me personally I, I know from a broadcaster's perspective I have Montreal number one and Chicago number two so Vegas uh, would be at best number three there is only one New York City MSG is pr- pretty spectacular to go to New Jersey completely underwhelming uh, of an experience uh, Boston good city you know, L.A., it's always great. But in terms of the actual game experience, to me, nothing beats Montreal. Brendan, we just wanted to circle back here to a second on Josh Anderson. Um, 
He was represented by Darren Ferris, who also had Andreas Athanasio from Detroit. And in both situations, those guys were restricted free agents. And those were, were hard bottom line deals. Now, in Athanasio's case, he's minus 35. Um, I don't know how much. He'll get a marginal bump, I would assume, in his next deal. But it will not be substantial. What is the uh, term that was agreed to for Josh Anderson? So I'm looking at the cap friendly right now, and he's at 1.85 per season. But the base salary this year is 2.1. And then I would be stunned. So he's he's unrestricted free agent at the end of this year, right? That, that's Not, right. Or is he a UFA? Is yeah. he a UFA or RFA? Uh, let's double check that here. I can close the page. So sorry, man. For some reason, I think he's a UFA. I'm trying to remember if he was a 2011 or Housen was definitely the GM when he was drafted. Bottom line is they're going to have to buy some UFA years. He is an RFA. You're right. He, all right. So he's an RFA. No, I said he was. So he's an RFA. Uh, my guess is his next contract starts with a five on a longer term deal. There you go. Um, Val from the high desert of northeast Colorado wants to jump in on in-game experiences. Um uh, Bob, sorry for the tardiness, but when you said you'd rank the in-game experience at the Pepsi Center, a.k.a. the can, as bottom five, I'm applauding you. Worst anthem performance in the league, worst TV and radio coverage in the league. This is this is what the emailer is, not me. I'm not saying that. I don't like doing that sort of stuff in terms of talking about other broadcasters. Worst inner arena noise, enough of the Star Wars junk already, but one of the best jumbotrons in the league. Well, they got a great jumbotron. Uh, because it's brand new. Um, I'm not big on the anthem singer. I will, I will tell you that right now. I'm not going to speak to their radio or TV broadcasters, but it is a, you know, and they got a good team. They got a real good team. They got an exciting team, but Denver for me was an, it's an underwhelming experience whenever we go to Montreal. It's awesome. It's the only way to say it. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oh, Brian Burt coming up for Canadian Power Pack. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.